Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buenas noches a todos. Welcome to the forum with me, your host, Phil Casey. Beside me is Gav. We've swapped around from the last show that we were just on in Football in the World. And below him, of course, is the legendary Shane Davin, who's sitting there in front of the uh, gallery, the National Gallery of Pictures. <laughs> um, it's great to have you on, Shane. Thanks, thanks for coming along. I hope, it's, Phil. I hope it's his house he's in. I hope it's his house because it's not. It's not. I've, I've no idea who them people are behind me. So. <laughs> well, that's the advantage. That's the advantage of his job. It is. Yeah, he's just sitting there in his mate's gaff all the pictures. <laughs> Always have random pictures sticking up. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about a few things. We're going to talk about when the day, LFC day trippers took over the UEFA Champions League draw. Um, we're going to have a look at the potential impact that the, the um, COVID has come back. It's a bit like Jaws 3 or one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, or any of other those, Halloween, Halloween 57. So this is COVID-19, and it's back again. And just when you thought it was safe to go back into your pub, and they're all closed again. And then um, anything else that comes up, we've heard that Duncan Ferguson is getting the heave-ho at Everton. Uh, Agent Rafa is getting is getting rid of the Everton influence out of the club, which is a bad thing. We want to keep as much of an Everton influence in that club. We don't want it to come anywhere. Um, and anything else we can think of, if there's anything you want to talk about from the Aston Villa game at the weekend, there was mention of, has Stevie done his jacket up properly or something? Gav, I didn't understand the reference because I didn't see it much. <coughs> did, that's, uh, just Andy, that's just Andy um, getting annoyed because uh, I had the nerve to say anything negative around Stevie and Gerard, and you know the way Andy is like the most super fan has ever been. Mm. Negativity or any any, so, any form of um, it's not even negative, it's just a, an observation. Um, is is not tolerated around Andy. Yeah, we know this. So, uh, I, I'd like to apologise, Evan, for doing a Cody Justin's on the match and uh, not not actually watching it, but uh, uh, I didn't. I, I, I'm I'm actually still traumatised. I hate Villa. I won't lie about this. I have a passionate hate for Villa. I despise them. I was delighted when they got relegated. I never wanted to see them back in the Premier League. They really? bring nothing to it. Yeah. Ah, that, they, that's bullshit. Of course they do. No, they don't. They play in a shit-out stadium that's meant to be like a, a historical it's a, stadium. It's not. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a fucking deadly stadium. Been, been in it twice. Fucking hate them. I hope, I hope they get relegated and go out of business. I absolutely despise them. Remember, what was your man's name that used to... And they won't go relegated and they won't go out of business because they, um, they have a good side. Um, they have a decent side, they have a decent manager, and they have an owner that has a shitload of money. 
So yeah, they, they said that they said that about Leeds and used it in their long podcast. No, 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 fish no, no. Leeds didn't have a shitload of money. Yeah, and he didn't have a decent chairman either. So and back to my hate of Villa. Like the last time, I, I, the la, one well, of the last. Hold on, time. elaborate on what has traumatized you for us. Yeah, everything with Villa. Those pricks. Was it ninety two? Should have won the league. Big Ron should have won the league instead. Of let United win the league, and we were pr- yeah. fucking subjected us to the remainder of Alex Ferguson's reign. He would have got the heave how if he hadn't won the league that year. Fucking pricks. And um, then there was, of course, there's the Ronnie Rosenthal miss. That's Villa's fault. Was <laughs> yeah, that's the, well, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> Villa's fault. Okay. Uh, Steve Staunton. What? Just, he went to the Villa. Fact of, which, the fact that we saw in the back. He went. He went to the Villa. He saw in the back exactly because yeah. Sunes yeah. didn't want them. I know, and then we saw in the back. Yeah, Villa should have refused. They should and have then put him in goal. Off. And put and him in goal. Him, and then stuck him in goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Do I not look about Villa? Everything. Just their pit, okay. their kits are poxy. Like the hard water color. It's brutal. It's like West Ham. I can't stand West Ham either. Actually, any team that wears the Borley can't stand them. Any team that wears the horrible maroon and blue um, gick, flush them down to Jacks, send them okay. back to wherever they came from, which is the tourist. This is actually a, br- this is actually a brilliant topic. It should be a part of the town. I didn't see this. I didn't see this. <laughs> yeah, it should off, be a part of the town. Alan, the- Alan, Alan uh, Rastalini says Villa hate didn't see it coming. We did it, we, to be honest with you. We're just sitting yeah. here with us. Go smack this. You are, Alan. I didn't like your man, Nigel Spinks, that used to play in goal from either. He wore his hat. <laughs> is, is, had his shorts too high and I hated the gloves he wore. You wore Sandy Coke gloves. He won a European Cup when he was 18. Yeah, he was kicked up. He did one of those bouncy kicks as well. Didn't like him. He's in the that drop. video, Gav. He's in the video. Can't stand him. Um, the, the, the drop kicks. The, yeah, the, the horrible droppy kicks. And uh, what else did I not look for? Oh, yeah. I also sat in Anfield and watched fucking Lazar Mark Heuningovic play up front alongside Balotelli and bleeding Licky Rambert, right? <clears throat> and we got beaten that day by fucking Villa and Roy Keane and Paul Lambert. I think it was the only win they had in five years. And it was there when I was sitting there in Anfield watching them. I hate Villa. Ben. Okay. Okay. I, actually, I actually seen them draw one all there with us and Downey was in golf. Oh, sweet Jesus. Although I thought Downey was a decent goalkeeper, I'll just say. Um, there we go. So anyway, back to where, what were we going to talk about? Not Villa, anyway. <laughs> so no, I'm not, let's, wasn't... Let's, let's go away from Aston Villa, please. Uh, I was delighted that Stephen Gerrard's gone there. Hopefully he never comes back to Liverpool again. See all that shite that went on last week as well? Was, oh, look at him coming back. Great, fuck off. Doesn't play for us. Not part of our coaching staff. Not part of the management team. Bin. Dumpster fire. Hope he stays there. Another Steve Bruce. Now, um, do you, do you, the Champions League draw. Let's get on to the present. Right, oh the Champions God. League draw. This is great. I love this today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start with this, Gav. Um, where to I, start? With, <clears throat> I'll tell you what it is. I know you know the way you're blaming Villa and everything. Yeah, I blame the football and viewers of the world on what happened today. Because if you just left your way for two and let them do that three to four hour bullshit, they always get the draw right. But I, they're getting shorter and shorter these draws. There's less messing around before, it. and you've seen it today where they just. <laughs> I didn't see it live, right? Um, I was I was out and I was checking the WhatsApp and I seen oh we got no sorry I the first message I got was off Shawnee going are you watching this this is a fucking joke and I was like <laughs> I, I thought he meant oh we're getting PSG you know we're being stung yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that and he was like no seriously you have to see this he said they're drawing balls out that they shouldn't they're putting balls in the in this thing that they shouldn't and then the, and then they're just like ah uh, you had to see it have you seen any of it yep. So I went. I went specifically to what because because I knew we were going to be talking about it because I got the text saying, "Have you seen the draw?" And I was like, 
No, you have to see it. And it was a, oh, like, okay. I'm it looking. was so fucking good. So for anyone that hasn't, um, I'm presuming the whole world has at this stage. So I think the fourth drawout is Madrid, <coughs> and they get. I think they get Spartan in the in in the draw. No, they got Benfica. Benfica, sorry, Benfica. Yeah. I knew it was Portuguese. And then what happens is they pull out um, Villarreal, right? And your man says uh, Villarreal can be drawn against any of these teams that are left now, right? And you're kind of going, no, they can't, because they can't be pulled against. Um, you know, you call them United. And next thing, Andre Ashavin, who's doing the God love him, pulls out the thing, Manchester United. And they're like, your man is like, no, no, they were in. The, now, this is 10 seconds after saying they could get anybody. He says, no, yeah. no, they were in that group. So Andre Ashavin just puts the name to the side. Pick another one there, Andre. So he picks another one. And it's, oh, it's Manchester City. <laughs> right. So that's grand. So then you're thinking, okay, no problem. So then it comes out, Atletico Club de Madrid. Okay, you're thinking, okay, fine. They're definitely going to lamp United back in. Your man turns around and says, but he can't get United. They've already been drawn. Andre Shepard <laughs> standing there with the piece of paper beside him going, hold on, what the fuck's going on? Turns out the rumour is that he put Liverpool in to that when they couldn't mm. have drawn. It could have got even worse because if he pulled Liverpool out, it would have went, well, they're not in that draw either. You know what I mean? Because they were in their group. You know, the sort of way. Could have got even worse. Didn't. Um, Atleti pull um, Bayern Munich. And then they just move on as if like everything's grand. The place went Everyone went mad. Um, United fans went mad. It was just absolutely unbelievable. And then it was like, it's a dull draw, null and void, blah, blah, blah. And we're sitting there getting Salzburg, you know. Um, Chelsea get Lille. Um, City, Boys. of course, have got uh, Villarreal. And it all comes to pass that at 2 o'clock they're going to redo the draw. Chelsea get Lille again, right? Um, Man United end up getting let go Madrid. Liverpool end up getting swapping Salzburg for... Um, Inter. For for Inter and PSG end up at Real Madrid, who who in turn had said before it, we don't mind you redrawing it, but just leave ours alone with you because like we were out forced. We're grand. We were grand we're grand. Mm. But they end up getting PSG. It was um, it, it was a farce. But I, I still go back to it. Leave them alone. Let them come on live at eleven and make the draw at fucking four o'clock that afternoon. They're just <coughs> they're just getting their bearings. Do you know what I mean? And to get that bear, they do a grand job with the draw. Um, but oh, fuck, it was an absolute joke. And I think something else happened later on. Was it the, was it the way for conference where they pulled the team well, out to play I think, Celtic? I think, I think Sean, he put something in our group. Now, I didn't see that, that conference rubbish. But I think Sean, he said they're after they own something similar with Celtic. They pulled someone out that Celtic couldn't get. So I, I, I don't know. Celtic ended up pulling that crowd, bowed out, glimpsed that hockey drama and won the matches. Shane, for this, does this not confirm, right, that all the lunatics that have conspiracy theories about how well UEFA rigged things and everything, it's actually, it's like, they're, they're it's fucking, you're giving them way too much credit. As much as I've talked yeah. about, like, like, just... So the, the old hot balls, wasn't it? They used to say yeah. they'd warm up some of them to leave it in. But yeah, listen, listen, I would be of the opinion, like, the team's... Like that had the, the problem, obviously United and Atletico Madrid and stuff like that. They're blessed it was on telly because if it wasn't, or delay or something like that, the wife would have doubled down. They would have doubled down. But in fairness, I didn't see it live, just following it, watching it back and stuff like that. And listen, I grew up in the 
through the 90s and that United ruined my childhood. I wouldn't give him the steam at me piss, but that draw had to be redone. Even though I, I was standing the there, even though I was sitting there reading, they going, listen, they can't let this go. They, they don't have to do it again. They fucking can't. And, and do, do you know what I thought the best bit was? Atletico Madrid are the same all through the club. You can imagine the fucking whoever was there belonging to them, the CEO and the officials surrounding your wife again. This is because seemingly, I think I think you know you tried to keep that council a little bit and say we let someone else do the running on it. Yeah, because and, all the clubs, uh, all the clubs put out tweets like Liverpool yeah. did, Salzburg, mm. you know, and well, and you had the crests up. You know, you just put out a tweet saying thoughts, yeah, question mark, and just let the fans with, go rash. Exactly, but we had let the go pull on Bourne. They kind of went, hold on a minute. We fucking wanted, you know, it should have been in that ball. We wanted to play, we'd rather fucking play them than play Bayern Munich and we didn't get a chance to get pulled against yeah, them. And so, they end up getting, you know, and they end up getting, you know, it's, yeah, so, it was, it was madness. Yeah. It was absolute utter madness. But the thing is, right, they, they make the mistake where they put United in, right? Now, the rumor is that they put United in instead of, um, Liverpool, mm. right? But if they'd have pulled out United and <clears> went, that's wrong. They should have, if they'd have taken that aside and picked another one and immediately put United back in. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the draw gets redone if that's the only mistake. If they if, if they, they put the, the ball back in, Villarreal, if they have yeah, United in the pot, exactly. If, if they had go, United, I think the draw stays the same. If they had United as an error in there instead mm. of Liverpool, right, and pulled United out and went, oh, that's wrong, and pulled City for Villarreal. If they had said, right, look, we've made a mistake there, we move on, and we're putting United back in. But the first mm. words out of his mouth when Villarreal get pulled is, um. You know, they can't be United. And then the first words I was most sorry is Atletico Club to Madrid. Well, they can't have United because they've already been drawn. Yeah, like that's that, it. that was the one. That, that was game over. With, with them not going into the uh, with them not going into the path for the to be able for to be pulled for Atletico. And with Atletico getting born, they were obviously going to go straight in. Simeone style, grabbing their fucking crotch. Came listen, this is a lot of show you. Get this draw done again. And I have to love. Madrid and Florentino Perez just saying now, as listen, you can start that again, but after our, after our, yeah, and they get but they get screwed with PSG. Is it is isn't this just a fucking symptom of the stupidity that exists in this type of crap these days, where they've torn draws into these full staged um, television extravaganzas, when in reality. It should just be a computer now at this stage. You feed in the rules, you put the names in, the computer does the draw in about 10 seconds and the fixes are just sent around. Yeah, but the thing, but the problem there is, Phil, is that, you you know, you you could easily say that, oh, well, look, the computer has fed information, but how much information is it being fed? I.e., put them with them, you know, because the first thing that came out with what PSG United was, oh, Ronaldo versus Messi, the final showdown, all this, it was all over the place, like within seconds, where the way they do the draw is is all right with me. I'm okay with it. Do you know what I mean? But, like, let's be honest, Phil, how simple can it get? They've a load of fucking balls with balls in it, right? And they're all marked. And they just go, right, you need to pick him, 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 and him. And they go, yeah, Grant, bang. And then, but they just picked up the wrong thing. But, and then they just compounded it by saying they've already been drawn out, which was mad. But, look, Liverpool got Salzburg yeah. and you are happy. They have Inter now and I'm still happy. I'd have taken PSG anyway. It doesn't bother me. I was, I was interested in the camp anyone with PSG. I thought the, the part that leaves resistance, I'm constantly saying it in, in our WhatsApp and stuff like that. Um, listen, I, I think we'd have knocked them out if we'd have got them PSG. But, but why would you? Why would you like? Not that anyone wanted them. But why would you? If, if you can avoid them, avoid them with, with the quality that they have. And listen, let Madrid worry about them uh, now. But I think you're right, Phil. Like conspiracy theorists, like they're just this is full on stupidity. Mm. Like that, that draw wasn't rigged. It was just a lot of clowns it's, fucking doing it. 
That was yeah. crazy, yeah. It was. There was one fella doing it wrong. Yeah. It was the one fella standing to the side. And what happens is it comes up on the screen and it says to him, as soon as, say, Villarreal are pulled out, it immediately comes up with all the green for who mm. they can get. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I think they could get everything, everyone bar um, United. Because Madrid mm. have been already pulled. And I think they're Madrid are the only other Spanish team left in it. Right? So that was good. They were grand. So it comes up and, it, and your man actually says, the computer tells him he can play everyone. And then the guy over here doesn't cop it and picks all the balls up and throws it in. But he should actually be picking up Liverpool's instead of United's. Uh, but then just leaves it. The, the, the best is when our shopping just puts the bit of paper down, pick another one, and then they just go, they've been drawn already. And you're like, you knew, like I watched it afterwards, but even watching it afterwards, when I seen that, I was like, where do you even, why, why is anyone even arguing that this should, this should be redrawn, you know? Mm. Great crack, though, watching United fans having an absolute meltdown. And it wasn't because the team was rigged. It was because they got PSG, because if they'd have got, um, if they had it picked up in a Lille, for argument's sake, um, or a, sorry, it was on the other side of the draw, if they'd have picked up a Salzburg, they would have went, oh, look, mistake happens. Mistakes happen, you know, but they didn't. They were going mad for ages, and then they calmed down a little bit. Gav, is that your showbiz top you have on you? It looks very sparkly. No, when I'm cold, I stick this on. It's a grey golf top that's uh, freezing right. inside. It's and when I'm sparkly. cold and I'm feeling well, I just have it there all the time. I don't even go golfing in it. The funny thing is, it's a golf top that I never wear playing golf. Um, it's not your, it's one, uh, Henry Sellers top, is it? No, it's just one around the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, the key I've had cold. <laughs> Listen, whenever you see me on a show with this, I mean, you know, you know, I'm cold and I just cold today. I was out seeing Santi today. It was cold out. And I ground, and warm, ground and warm in the city centre tonight, about 22 degrees. No, it wasn't where I was. It was very cold. Here. Misty and all the storms. No, it's not. No, it's not in town. No, it's not in town. No, it's not in town. Or no. storms. Yeah. No storms. No storms. Anyone wondering what that is? Um, that's the time it was snowing everywhere. In Ireland, and Phil was trying to tell people it wasn't snowing in Dublin city centre. Well, it wasn't. And it clearly was. Wasn't sure. It took you a bit for a drive around in the car and everything. Um, what what do we think of the draw into Milan? Well, my 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 honest thoughts is that if you look at what we've done this year, we shouldn't fear them. Um, but they're probably trickier than some of the teams that that, that you could have got in this toy. I'm glad we didn't get Atletico Madrid. I know we couldn't, but given the way FIFA are doing the draw, your wife are doing the draw mm-hmm. today. I'm glad, <laughs> glad we didn't get Atletico Madrid because I actually hope we avoid Atletico. I think it would be hard to beat Atletico four times in one competition. They're not. They're not the Atletico you, you remember though. They're not the no, Atletico. But that, it, you know, uh, like Liverpool. Liverpool beat them 2 0 at Anfield. Wasn't it 2 0 at Anfield? Mm, yeah. And like, it could have been fucking five or six. Um, they just seem to have lost the edge. It let it go for me. They, they'd still try to be defensive, but they've lost some sort of edge. I don't know whether it's it's the whole Simeone thing starting to wear off. And I mean, you know, when you see a manager that's there for so long and it starts to kind of mm. grind on players, or maybe he's trying to change the way they play and it's just you're used to seeing it let it go in a certain light. But Inter. You know, they come out of they come out of the group second behind Real Madrid. Um, I think uh, who else is in that? Was uh, Shakhtar Sh- and that here as well? Yeah, yeah, mm. Sheriff. Um, mm. So overall, Inter, they're, they're again they're up the top of the Serie A. But you look at AC Milan, who are top of Serie A. I think from the weekend, you know this from football in the world because you football in the world. I'm watching okay. all the football I watch, but yeah. no, I wouldn't fear them. Like, like in fairness, I'd have taken PSG. But if you're telling me one club, you can't, you, you, you know, to avoid or, you know, it probably is PSG. The rest of them, nobody wants us, Phil. 
It's simple yeah. as that. And the biggest factor in all this is, and we're going to talk about it in a while, is COVID, because trust me, anyone getting drawn to Liverpool hates it, and they're probably praying that this goes behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Because Liverpool, we're a full crowd, no matter who they are, especially with no away goals included anymore. Um, Liverpool are, again, probably for me, in the top two, three, in this in this competition with Bayern and Man City, I think. So... It didn't bother me really who we got, but into a decent draw for me. Shane, who yeah. do you, are you happy with? It? Yeah, yeah. Now listen, it, it's it's tougher than Salzburg, but um, yeah, like I said earlier, I, I just I just didn't want PSG just with the talent they have. We listen, I agree. Over two legs, I'd fancy to knock them out um, with the way things are going there and how kind of disjointed and all they are. But they've got some serious talent, and uh, I didn't really want a part of them. They were definitely the the second team to avoid. Um, Inter, better than a tougher one than Salzburg, but I would fancy us over two legs to, to, to get through. Like, I think, like what Gav was saying, nobody wants us, and I think with the Italian teams, I think it kind of showed Milan. Um, even the home game where we made hard work, of it, we could have been about three or four up after 15 minutes. I don't think them Italian teams are used to the intensity, that the likes of the intensity that we bring. They're used to the slow build up and, and that what they're used in their own league so I think um, with the intensity that we bring I'd be I'd be happy enough with that draw I think yeah listen I think the draw on the whole is good I think Madrid got well and truly stuffed didn't they after getting Benfica mm-hmm. in the first draw and then PSG in the second one so that Spanish show Chengrita or whatever it is they watch over there with all them spaces and it'll be good crack tonight I'd say. Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the two teams tonight thanks in there P- Kenny PS- Cunningham PSG <laughs> PSG and Real Madrid are the two teams tonight that are looking at it going, feeling kind of hard done boy. Because, like, if you look at the rest of the draw, like, Bayern gets off. Inter fans aren't happy with it, I guess. No, well, yeah, yeah, off. but what I'm saying is, like, mm. you know, you'd see Bayern as a clear favour. City are a clear favour for me against Sporting Lisbon. Benfica and Ajax, Ajax have been brilliant in the group. But mm. Benfica, you know, they come out of Barca's group, don't they? Um, I fancy Ajax there, I would. Yeah, but then Chelsea against Leeds, you'd heavily fancy Chelsea. Atletico Madrid, Man United. It could go either way for me. Juventus, Villarreal, Juventus haven't been in the great form. Inter, Liverpool, if you fancy Liverpool, but then PSG, um, Real Madrid, like them two are looking at it going, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Because who wants to face PSG, Real Madrid and who uh, wants to face PSG? But Gav, I'd say PSG are looking the same way we're looking at Inter. Tricky toy, but we get over it. They aren't, they aren't the Real Madrid of old. They aren't the classic Real Madrid. It's not, it's not, they're not the, the Real Madrid full of superstars that we have to face in, 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 the, in he has, the, he has, he has them playing well though, Phil. They're kind of better than some of their parts, kind of. No, no. And, I, and it's kind I of have more. Years. Shane, I'd be more worried playing Real Madrid because Ancelotti has a bit of a fucking hex over, um, Klopp. Like he managed to win, he managed to beat him with, with Everton. He's, he, you know, he's done it with Napoli, and I'd be a bit nervous going into that game if we had to play in Ancelotti side uh, as opposed to a PSG side. I, I wouldn't fear going in. if if we were up against PSG, I wouldn't fear going in against PSG. Um, that, and that's that's the genuine truth that uh, I, I would fear, and that's just because he seems to have a, an idea how how to neutralise Klopp system. Now, at the same time, Klopp has had a success over Ancelotti. I'm not saying that he hasn't beaten them, but it just mm. he seems to have done well against them more so than some of the other managers in terms of the oh, way he's he set up yeah. across different clubs. And he's definitely got a better standard of player than he had both at Napoli and at, at, at Everton. <laughs> um, but, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I look, you know, I, I look at it and I think to myself, Inter's tricky. They have, they've got good players that will, if, if, 
played right could make it a, a, a tight tie. But it's going to be determined. Like we're playing the fourth leg away from home. That's that's going to determine the whole thing. If mm. if we get the right result in the San Siro again, it's it's, it's away goals right. are gone, aren't they? Yeah, they are gone. Yeah, but um, I, I think we can go over there and score three or four because they'll have to, like the away goals might be gone, but as the home side, they're not going to want to have to come to Anfield to win the match. Mm. You, do you know what I'm getting at? They, so they want mm. to win because they're at home. They want to. They're not going to sit there. They're, they're missing Bordella in the fourth leg as well. Who was probably but you see, that, that that's the thing when you're at home. Nine players. Yeah, that's the thing when you're home forced. You know, if you if you feel you're up against a superior team, you go. You know, you need to take a nil all at home because if we can score one away, they have to score mm. two, and we can defensively. I think I think it'll make the both toys all the toys more open. Teams can just yeah. go for it. And yeah, it's not. It's it, like if we can see it. Okay, it's only one. It's not worth double if it's if it's a draw. So like I think they'll well apart from I don't think Atletico Madrid will play too open. I've seen a few couple of United fans saying PSG was probably a better toy for them. With the way you know they're kind of set up, struggling with teams that kind of sit in, and at least PSG will have a goal, and they have gaps and stuff like that. But like I said, let, let fucking you know it worry about. I be I would be agree with Phil having to play them twice more, and it would fucking break my heart this year. It's let it go. just because they're horrible to watch. Yeah, just horrible to watch. Horrible there's no way to play against them. Yeah, there's no entertainment in them. You know, no, just... and it's 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 you know what Simeone's going to do no matter what. He's just going to make it a horrible fucking bar fest, right? And you, mm. if you don't score against them and you struggle to score, it just drags on and on and on. And they just get, and they're brilliant at what they do, but it's just it's it's not like it's not enjoyable. It's, it doesn't draw you into it. It's it's it's, fa- it's starting to fade now, Phil. Though I think Gav is right, and I. I don't think he'll be there too much longer, just purely for the style of football. It's, it's the kind of old Mourinho way. It's grand when you're winning. Well, I don't once, see United once, beating them. Once you, I think once it's, a much better, it's a much better draw for United than PSG was. I, because, I don't know. Uh, listen, come here. The thing about United is, like, and you've seen them when they play us, and you've seen them when they play Man City. If the other team gets control of the ball and have quality up front, they're in serious full control. Serious mm. trouble, and I don't care that your man's come in and he's meant to be this. They've won one nil at home to Palace, and they've won one nil away to Norwich. Right? Um, they're trying to be a little bit defensive, solid defensively. The ma- the goalkeeper was man of the match the weekend away at Norwich. That was the first time I, 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 I'd seen bits. I've seen bits and bobs them, so I won't say that I, I haven't seen them. But that that was the first ninety minutes I was seeing United because I was out and it was on the telly since we fucking Jimmy Savile mm. at Old Trafford and. I was shocked how bad they were. It was, it was absolutely appalling. <clears throat> but the thing but, is, if they play PSG and PSG get a strangle on that game, they're literally going right. We're putting Neymar, we're putting um, Mbappe, Mbappe, we're putting Messi, we're doing whatever from midfield, Verratti, whoever it might be, right? And we're going to uh, Di Maria. And they've loads and loads of quality, especially if they get hold of United. Now, I get all this United on the break stuff, but United on the break... Is an argument if they're good defensively. They're not good defensively. They give you so many fucking chances. It's untrue. It's it's ridiculous how many chances you might give away. Even now, we're at Ranyuk in, in charge. Atletico will suit them. A cagey game suits them where the pressure isn't on them massively defensively, if, if, you, if you know what I'm saying. like mm-hmm. It's not going to be a backs-to-the-wall job where they have to be so, so tight. I think because it'd be a bit more of a cagey game, I think their defence will get away with it a little the, bit the more. Only thing is, I, actually, I actually think United you know, could do them. I, I see I, where I struggle when it, when it falls apart for me is as soon as United have to come at them to score, they're open, and that's where Atletico are dangerous. Right? Well, we can cover it. We had Thiago and Fabinho playing exceptionally well. We've got Van Dijk fully fit. We've got 
Matip, we had Kanata, we have all the lads fully fit that, that go into play against them right now. We've got Allison. As soon as Atletico are able to stretch that pitch with Griezmann, with Suarez even still, with Jermaine, what's the other fellow's name that they have up front? The Joe the, Felix. Yeah, not Joe Felix, the other fella. Um Correa, yeah, Correa. Yeah. And even Carrasco coming in off the side. Mm. They have the players to absolutely marmalade them on the counter-attack. And yeah, but that's the back. thing. But that's the thing. You're going to end up with two sides that are just going to not go attacking each other. They're both going to look to play on the break. Because so, so, then, can, then you may well, well, I would say that would suit Sydney only down to the fucking ground. Gavin. Yeah, but yeah. it'll soon yeah. United as well because the pressure won't be on the defence as much. Yeah, but Simeone will take Simeone will take penalties right now. Both, yeah, but both teams will want the other to come at them. It's as simple as that, right? They will, right? Because they feel they can get one on the break, but it actually works better for United if Atletico don't come at them. Do you get me? Well, they would be under pressure at home to go out. Like United fans won't, the United fans won't put up with them sitting in at home. So and I think that's they will, point they, really... they will if they will if depending on the fourth leg. If they, if Gav, they go to Madrid, if they go to Madrid and win two one, they will put up with. They will Gav, just, listen. They put up an awful lot. Look what these. Let, put up let me just in, ages. In, interject there and move the conversation along because I think this is the, the most important part of all these games. The best thing that could happen to United at this moment in time is a massive Omicron wave that cancels fans in stadiums because they've been absolute fucking dirt since their fans turned up back in the stadium. And I've, I said this from the off, they've got a poisonous, horrible fan base that makes the players don't even want to play around. And the best that they've played over the last two years is when there was when Old Trafford was empty, right? Um, and the best thing they can hope for is to have an empty stadium with, with nobody there and they play Atletico and there's no atmosphere because then the players are freer. You can see the United players are freer uh, without fans that are there whereas the opposite is for us like the, the last thing I want this to happen the last thing you want to see is Anfield being empty in when that second leg against Inter Milan we want that place as noisy as possible you want your your classic Anfield night you want that that you know it's the last 16 I always find that when we get into February when these matches these matches happen that this is the moment this is the spark this is the light switch that if we are in the hunt for a title or a cup or whatever it is it's this game. It's from this game on at the Champions League. The last 16 of it is when you suddenly start seeing the fans ramp up in terms, you know, I, welcoming I, the buses. Yeah, I, I agree, Phil. I think if you get through this, if you, if you can get through the last 16, just kind of opens up for you. You can see, <clears> you can kind of see the final. Yeah. You can see a path. Last 16, fair enough, there's still, do you know what I mean? There's still 15 other teams, but um, I do think when I do think if you can get through this round, uh, it opens up and things start to get very exciting. Now, right? I would agree there. But th- and this is where I'm scared of. So you look at tonight. So there, there, there is like obviously this this new variant. We've I'll got back our, now, yeah, yeah. We've we've got our players heading off to the the Afcon, um, mm. which makes no sense to me. Why aren't any international like the, at this moment in time? A club should just say there's there's no, you know, there's no international um, football being accommodated. By the club, if you're in Europe, whatever whatever rules are in place for the EU that allows people to travel around, you can already see. I think um, Denmark and the UK and Belgium have been banned from flying into a couple of countries already. So yeah, if you're if you're a resident or you're in those countries, you're you're, you're already being refused from other countries because of the highest incidence of this this new variant around. Um, you've got Germany already behind back behind uh, closed doors to prevent the spread of this this variant that's going on. It feels yeah. like we've gone back in time. Um, and I'm terrified because this this team this team has suddenly our team has found its way. It's gotten it feeds. It, you can 
clearly see Klopp and these players feed off having the crowd back. Right, the difference in stat and performances and everything that's going on, and it would be terrible if 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 this is something that's outside the control that lands again. Could you imagine, Shane? Can you imagine, right? If our two league titles are are two which end up with no fans in the stadiums. Well, listen, my my fear, um, on on the on the football side of it, all right, not not talking health wise now, because that's obviously much more important. My fear on the football side of it would be Klopp going in three seasons time, including this one, and only having one league and one European Cup. That is that is my fear. Now, having said that. I agree with you, Phil. If we win another league and it's behind closed doors, it'd be, I'll be devastating because that's the wrong word, but it's, mm. it's fucking not ideal, is it at all? It's a load of bollocks. It's it a load of bollocks. Exactly, it is, right? But like I said, my fear would be that in a couple of years' time, when he does go, we've only won the one league, despite being one of the greatest sides um, this, we've ever seen. In the club's history, so that would be that would be my fear. But yeah, listen, I, I, I agree with you. I don't. I, I think in England, they'll probably do everything they can to keep crowds in the stadium. Uh, that's probably the way I'd look at it. You've got fucking. I know this this new variant and stuff like that. I don't know what the Boris got to level four yesterday. Phil was it, and five yeah, is a full lockdown, Boris. is it? Boris, Boris went to, to full distraction mode because he's been exactly. caught by the bollocks exactly. having parties in the middle of, of, of his own full lockdowns, right? Exactly. So exactly. He's, he's, he's hit the panic button. But if you park mm. Boris in the UK and you look around Europe, so you've got Germany now back behind closed doors. You've got Norway going into some Are Germany at full, close, full closure or is it still at 50%? Well, wasn't the Champions League games played behind closed doors last week? Like full closed. I, thought, I thought it was something like 50% of the ground or up to 15,000. I thought I read something yeah, like that. It, it, that might have changed as in Phil is right I don't think there was any fans for the Barcelona game but the but the Dortmund game um, yeah. with the Dortmund game was sorry where was that game That game, no that game was in Dortmund wasn't it I think yeah. they played they played some of the week before because Raph Honigstein was saying they were allowed to have 16 or 17,000 there and only 12 turned up because it was pissing rain it was freezing yeah. and they just didn't want to bother that bollock so yeah I think it was capped at like 16, 17,000 yeah, Kev was right the, also public health is done state by state in Germany so I think uh, Bavaria probably just had nobody it's, it's no one mm. in the stadium Dortmund has 50% or whatever it is and it depends on the case loads that's in it but like they've got a very um <laughs> they've got a very efficient uh manner and, Quite, yeah, and yeah. effective way of dealing with their health system uh unlike the majority of us but again i, I look I, I think that this i don't think any of us thought we'd be back here maybe some of us did but we didn't think it was going to realistically happen um and we are we can fa- you can say what you want you know there's most european countries are now terrified at the prospect um, they're only hope, and it seems there's a bit of a Star Wars about this because it's Christmas time. But their only hope is that this version of it is a milder version and doesn't result in the hospitalizations and the deaths because there is some level of protection from the vaccine, yada, 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 which you'll hear in, in the news and, and, and everything that's going on. But that is the only hope. If there isn't, then we're back to square one. We're literally back to square one. If this thing turns out to be as virulent and as severe as the rest and it can avoid the, the vaccines that are there, we're back to square one. And then uh, the worst part is that if we're back to square one, we're back behind closed doors with football. And it's not a product I think anybody wants to see, but as I was saying to Shane before we came on, 
this isn't just in Europe. This isn't the states has already been hit. There was 37, 38 cases announced by the NFL today, which is the most it's had in in, in uh, after a match in I think about a year at this stage. You look at United calling off team practices. That looks like they're going to get the game game done now. You look at um, Tottenham had to avoid it. Then it turns out the Villa. Did you see the Villa had a lot of cases mm. after their match at the weekend it as well. Could affect us. Yeah. Mm. Well, look at and look at. I know it's a slow tangent or whatever. But did you read about what Kimmich said in the paper this last week? He's not vaccinated and he yeah. can't play out of January because his fucking lungs are fucked or whatever's like that. And now he says he regrets not getting vaccinated. So yeah, like there was a lot of skepticism from from players about getting about getting vaccinated. But there's one coming out saying, "Listen, he he really regrets not getting vaccinated now because it's after costing him." Two, three months. How 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 is he going to be? Um, after that, who knows? It's um, the whole square one thing is frightening, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but yeah. Again, again, the health of people is is what's important. I think in Ireland, I know we look at the ICU numbers. Um, I think they said somewhere around one hundred and fifty is probably the magic number in Ireland before we start looking at um lockdowns yeah. again or whatever it might be and we all hope we don't have to do that the talk on this omnicron is that it's it's um it is more transmissible but it is a milder version and and it, you don't know what way they're gonna go with it you really don't you know like do we just you know what how many percentage of the population is vac- vaccinated this is a milder dose people will get it but people will have a milder dose and is that the way around it? where that kills it off i don't know but with regards to football um like without taking the whole health thing out of it and looking at it from a footballing sense, it's a nightmare. Because do you go at empty stadiums and people just aren't bothered with fucking football and empty stadiums? Mm-hmm. Like genuinely, they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like Liverpool, Liverpool get out of out of a season where they've won the title more or less. Do you know what I mean? Before all this kicks in, they come back winning two games. They're champions. You know, so there's only actually is it two games behind closed doors Liverpool have before they win the league? I think it is. I think it might be Everton away and Palace at home before the crown champions. And then you have a full season of it. Do you know what I mean? Before it starts coming back at the end of last season, where I think it's the last day of the season, they might have X amount in the ground. And when you look at it, people don't want to watch football in empty stadiums. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But people want football. So if you tell them you're stopping football until they clear this and then we go back at it again, people don't want it. It's it's so fucking hard, and and then you're looking at TV money, sponsors money. You know, clubs getting another whack again. You know, clubs clubs have literally lost 150 million quid a piece in the Premier League over this, and you know, boo hoo for them because they're both you know billionaire operations. But that's that's where they are. That's who paid them. You know, we pay money to watch these clubs playing. It's as simple as that. And if it comes down to it, they won't have a choice. They won't have a choice because if it's that highly transmissible, you cannot take the risk. That it's all right. It's a murder dose, but who was a murder dose for? Well, you know, Gav, a, just a, a, guy, a guy walking into a ground, or yeah. a guy being near someone that's in the ground, and they get the murder dose, but still cannot massively affect them. But just, the just on the force, and it's a horrible but, thing. On the murder dose, right? Just because it's a murder dose, um, and by the way, there's, there's there's actually no scientific evidence yet to back up that it's a murder dose, right? So that everyone just needs to say that they're hoping it is because yeah, they're hoping it is, yeah. Yeah, that that's what the hope is. But to give some context, there's what there's five million in Denmark at the moment. Denmark have been have had two weeks of this thing circulating, and they reckon mm. at the current infection rate that if 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 nothing stops, everyone in Denmark will have been infected by the 30th of December. 
everyone in the whole country. Like that's 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 not what we dealt with before, right? So that means that if you take that and then expand it out fifty times, which is which is when you're looking at the population of England, um, or ten times, which is ten times. twelve and a half times the population of England. Because the caseloads are much higher, like when Denmark go into this, I think they've got something like 700 cases or 500 or 600 cases a day when this thing starts, right? We're starting at, a, Ireland, for example, we'll be starting at a baseline of about 4,000 cases a day. So we'd probably all be infected before this podcast finishes. And England are on 50,000 cases a day. 50,000, right? So- yeah, but 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 the, but the big thing is, out of 50,000, and this is the way they're going to look at it, and people will say to you, oh, how can mm-hmm. you say this? It's people's health. But this is the truth of it. And listen, I'm I'm more than ready for no stadium, no people in stadiums or no football. I'm just that's just the way it's gone. That's the way life is, right? And you have to take help. But the way it is, the way they're gonna look at it, Phil, is whether it's a thousand a day or fifty thousand a day, it's how many people are being hospitalized by this. That's what it's going to be. And that's what it always will come down to. It all depends on your health service. And that's why in order to have fifty thousand um, at the moment. They're at fifty thousand yeah. at the moment starting this. So think about this: if this, if yeah. this, if this infects people quicker than the previous one, you're probably looking at, at one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand cases a day, right? So even yeah. and and this is the whole issue: even if you have a smaller percentage of this that ends up in hospital and ICU, you still end up with more numbers in hospital and ICU purely because you've got more people infected at the same time. And that's yeah. just it's, and it's again, just, it comes back. It comes back to the variant and how harsh it is, or how how easy it is on people. But when it come when you bring it all back around to football, right? If it's that, if it's if it's that contagious, there's not a hope to keep stadiums open. I'm sorry, there's just not a yeah, hope to keep it open. That's and that's the scary. That's the scary part. Of yeah, but what's, but what's like? What what is what is the end game? And in as regarding, like I said, now I'm taking like obviously people tell us the 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 number one priority. But I'm just talking about business and football and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what? What is the end game here, Phil? Like, what is it, is it like? Say you're right, and these it keeps all these cases at Dublin. Kev, you, Kev is saying UK Delta was Dublin every seven days. with Omicron is still like, what is it? No football, no fans in stadiums for two years, two and a half years. No, like, I, I, like what? What? What are we like? Is it are you letting herd immune? Is a herd immunity? This going to? It's not something I really know about, but it's a buzzword. Is that what you're hoping for? What? What? Like, what is it? I'm look for me. I think it's it's been the same logic that sat behind every pandemic that we've ever had any records written for. Right, the Spanish flu one lasted, I think, over five years from 2018 to 2020, to, to, from 1918 to 1923. Right, that's when it eventually petered out of the out of their, the the, the um, ether. So if you're looking at that, you're talking about somewhere between 2023 and 2024 being the likely. Retour, pure return where it just peters itself out and finds other just becomes another version of what your common flu, cold, or whatever it is. Um, and that's what it is. It's like, that's that's basically what happens. Mm. Kev says so the we're basically very... living with these things on and off then for till till that time it comes then. Yeah, yeah, until we decide that until we decide that, like and I know this sounds flippant, but until we decide that the flu is just back, you know, basically that's what it is, you know, the sort of way, um, for me anyway, because I, I look at it in certain ways and you know I, I know people that have got it and they're like no symptoms no simply no no symptoms whatsoever their child has got it their child has had a sore throat 
they've got tested. Yeah, you're positive, you're positive. Ten days of isolation and haven't had a single symptom. So it, it all it all depends on the way you look at it. Kev reckons the answer is very simple. Uh, everything stops for a month, full stop. Then it burns out naturally. Now that's without taking the exon- the economy into account. I agree with Kev, but it's never going to happen. It's simply never going to happen. Are Money ta- makes it go around, Kev. Yeah, but are they talking about mm, on top of football always now a couple of the lads in our WhatsApp gather saying a, a two-week break has been mentioned going to this circuit break or going to team. I don't know whether that will do anything. That, that's, not go- that's not going to do it. That's only going to that's only going to protect the players, mm. which means that the players will go back into a bubble like they did um, early last year, right? Which is fine. And you keep mm. them in a bubble and they play, but you're not going into a football ground to watch them. That, well, what you the two week break you take for the Premier League in order to say right every player on you know on the Premier League list gets tested every star member's tested you're back into bubbles you can't go out you can't do this you can't do that and um, we're going to make sure that none of you get infected by this and we're going to uh, you know play football it's very hard anyway because if it's that, if it's if it's manifesting itself at that rate your family and your friends are going to be fucking near you you know what I mean you. Your kids are probably still in school. Your wife's probably going out to work or whatever. Do you know? What I'm so the whole two week break, I think, is just to clear up what's happened already. I.e., um, Spurs, um, Leicester. I think uh, United again. There's talks again today around their game against Brentford being um, a deal. So the whole thing is circuit break, or I get you, but that's only to ensure that every Premier League player and staff member, match day staff member, is available to do their job on match days. It won't it won't have any effect on the decision with regards to me, you, or Phil, or anybody else going into a ground to watch them. Because if it's if it's multiplying the way it's multiplying, mild or not, they're never going to stand over the decision to let people into football grounds. There's no way. It's not, not In my opinion, there's no way. Marcus has... Too much scaremongering. The vaccine doesn't prevent infection or transmission. So, what exactly is the point? That fact alone shows you what kind of country we live in. Well, um, Marcus, that's the most biggest load of bollocks that's ever been put on this podcast. Because <laughs> because if the vaccine was the, was invented to prevent people from ending up in hospital and end up in ICU, and that's been proven to work, and these last couple of ways have been seen in Ireland particularly in Ireland, because if we'd had the case numbers where we had, we would have had thousands in hospital and thousands in ICU and we don't have the beds. So to say that just shows how what the lack of intelligence and the lack of any learning you've done upon that. And it, like, it pisses me off. This shit pisses me off because it's it's bullshit that's been put out like that. That's that's meaning that people are still resisting, they won't get a vaccine. They're still talking about it. And the sooner people wake up to this, when you were a kid and you got the measles vaccine, didn't you didn't nobody was fucking going because nobody wants to get measles nobody wants to get chinkapox nobody says what it is right that that vaccine works and it works incredibly effectively and it has continued to work incredibly effectively and to be fair it's likely going to stop people ending up in hospital on this this wave so um go and ask me bollocks frankly phil when, phil, when are you seeing that Super Jack, I'm up. I don't smoke, but I wanted to light up a cigarette because I knew you were just, I, I knew you were gone. I knew you were gone big time. Yeah, but thanks for the money, Marcus. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for the money. That's, that's, the, only that's thing, the only thing I would say um, <clears throat> with regards to Marcus's um, comment there, right? The vaccine doesn't prevent infection. Um, he's right. Doesn't prevent infection. In this um, version? Uh, no, well, what he's saying is right. It does not prevent infection. It also it does. does not prevent. It doesn't feel because it, it does. Do, it doesn't prevent. It. No, it doesn't feel because there's people out there with the vaccine for COVID nineteen that have got it again. Simple as but that. Gav, 
Gav. Simple as that. I know somebody personally that has had it twice, once before a vaccine and once after. It does all, it also does not stop transmission, right? A hundred percent does not With stop Delta. transmission. But it did, it did is, prevent Alpha and, and the original ones. <clears throat> hold on, we call them the original names, the Italian version, the English what version, is, the Chinese what version. He has said, what he has said is factually true. Right? It's not factually but true. What I would say is that the scare it's actually, it's actually no, not no, factually on, true. On, you've had your say. The scare, it is right, factually true. It's not factually, true, true. It's not vaccine, factually true. What he has said is the vaccine doesn't prevent infection or it does. Correct. It does. No, he's 100% correct. I personally know somebody that had it, got vaccinated, and got it again. Okay. Yeah, but, but Gav, I agree with you there. Right? No, no, no. Factually, but, it's correct. Yeah, what yeah, I'm going to yeah. say, though, is... But for, someone else, well, yeah, but for somebody else, they might have got it, got the vaccination, and if they hadn't got vaccination, they'd have got it again. So, do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, so but, it, but what I'm saying is... What he, it's no, what, it's like, right for some, like, uh, and it's wrong for others. In, what in, he in them said cases. is factually true. but too much scaremongering in my opinion I think is wrong right you have to take it on face value of what it is that's my opinion right I'm vaccinated I'll probably get a a day for a booster shot I don't know if I go and get a booster shot I genuinely don't know (laughs) I you know I've seen the leader of of this country say talk directly to kids um, in a state address and basically say you know you might need to get um, vaccinated. I won't be getting my daughter vaccinated at the age of that. Simply not happen. But the scaremongering, <clears throat> it's the wrong word to use. Take the information from the health experts. So can I just, can, can I just, this, this, this fact, it's not, it actually prevented transmission and infection for all the versions up until you get to Delta, right? Because, and the, and the scientific statistics are there to prove that it worked. Then Delta developed the spike in the, and I can't remember which process it is. the vaccine stopped the transmission of this. Yes, yes, it has. It can't have. It has. It, 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 genu- it, has. it can't have stopped Gav, transmission. It can't. Gav, who are you talking to here? Do you want me to send you all the, all the, the, the reports and stuff that and, Phil, and the scientific that were done? There's the show no would... way that this vaccine has stopped transmission it has. of this problem. It has. It has. The problem so are you telling been... me? Are you telling me only people, only people unvaccinated are getting this? No, no, no. So. The, so I have the vaccine. Yep, I can still get it. Have you? Have you got? Have you got? Uh, do you have COVID? When did you get have COVID? No, I've never had COVID. All right, Grant, go on. Never had it, but I know someone personally that had it, got vaccinated, okay. and has had it again since. So yeah, the vaccination I know, I know people, did not stop. Did not stop. The but Gav, can, can I go back to or the transmission? So he's what he's saying know, is right. What are you saying it is right? But listen, we can talk for, about for that one right. person, Gav. For that one person, though. Sorry, for that, for that one person. Are you telling me there's? Are you telling me there's only? I know one one person. Are you telling me there's no one no, else no, out there no, no, that has no, got no, it and yeah. got it again, which yeah. proves that the vaccine did not stop. Did yeah, not but, stop what he just it, said. But, but it obviously has worked for millions of people. It has stopped them getting. I'm this not saying it hasn't. This is. I'm not saying it hasn't. What it's done is. What it's done is. What it's done is, it's it's stopped people. It's given vaccine people much better chance of if they get it, having milder symptoms and not ending up in hospital. And that's what it comes down to. Hospitalizations is what it comes down to. Because if you go back a year and a half, it was all about just fucking six thousand cases in Ireland, just fucking twenty thousand a day in England, right? And at the end of the day, we were all on that train. And now, when you look at it, it's down to hospitalization can i just can i just point gav can i just point out right so what you've had is you've had a virus that's mutated right so when the when the Mm -hmm. vaccine was created Mm -hmm. it stopped Mm -hmm. the original version 
and the next three versions, right? If you keep mixing, if you, so this is this is and this is one of the, the whole issues with the vaccine and what happened, and because there wasn't a sufficient spread of vaccines around the world for everyone to be vaccinated at the same level across the world, right? It allowed the virus to mutate and find a way to escape, escape the transmission wing of the spike protein, which allowed another variant, which is the Delta variant, which is the one that we've all just come through, which is the one that people are being reinfected with, right? Now, do you know what this Omicron version is? It's a super no. version. Okay, so no. it's a super it's a super version of the previous ones that were escaping the transmission. So that's why it's made, that's why it's become even more contagious and more efficient at transmitting yeah. amongst people, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? When you go back to when the vaccines were originally created, because they haven't created a version to deal with the variants yet, a new version of the vaccine, right? They haven't created a new version of the vaccine. If they did, it will be effective at preventing the transmission and the reinfection. But you know why they haven't created a new version of the vaccine? Because if I'm a chemical, if I'm a, a pharmaceutical company, why would I create a vaccine which is working for the government? I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the governments because the governments in this issue is public health. Public health is hospitalizations and ICU and debt, debt and and debt numbers, right? So essentially, once that's under control, they're not concerned about people being infected. They're concerned about the impact of people being infected. So from that point, that point, this vaccine does prevent transmission, does prevent infection, but doesn't prevent it in all cases, and that's the difference. There's not a hope in hell in my mind that that vaccine has stopped transmission or infection. There's just no, no way. Because what you're telling me then is that all these people out there that are getting that thousands of cases per day, forget what's happening now in Omicron. What you're getting now is they might almost be unvaccinated. Because if, if I'm vaccinated and I get it, right, that vaccine has not stopped me getting it and it will not stop me transmitting it because I'll probably give it to my family. Have you got it? Right? But listen, have, you got, have, you, have, you, have you had COVID? No. No, I haven't okay. had COVID. Job done. I've never had COVID. I've go. never had COVID. But I can't tell you. I can't tell you that if I stayed unvaccinated, I would have got it. You know what I mean? But well, do you know what I'm saying to you? Like if you get it well, you and then you get vaccinated on. and you get it again, it does not stop it. You, what he said is factually cor- correct. It's not. Right? It's, but, not it's not. But the scare well, mongering the thing. The scare mongering thing. The scare mongering thing is the one where I kind of get annoyed. I go. Do you know what? It's just. Listen to what's being told and go. Everyone, that's, everyone that's, that's listening, everyone, everyone that's listening that isn't vaccinated, um, get vaccinated. Uh, everyone that's watching that isn't vaccinated, get vaccinated. And if you don't want to get vaccinated, um, fuck off, basically. Right? That's all I'm gonna if say. If you are vaccinated, according right? to Phil, well you won't ever get it and you won't spread it. Yep. Exactly. No, I didn't mm-hmm. say that. I said it, it, it does prevent transmission, it does pre- prevent infection. Anyhow, um, moving on. Last, last topic on the forum tonight, right? Neymar and his recent we, we've we've talked about Nike and having LeBron James do bits for Nike and all this type of stuff, right? Um, but Neymar has just started a new campaign which um, tickled my fancy for super dry jocks, right? Now, when I started seeing this originally, I started it was super, as soon as I thought super dry, I'm just talking about um, what's your man's name that used to be the assistant manager of Brendan Rogers that wore the nappies? Oh, Pasco. Yeah, Kim Colin Pascoe. Oh right? yeah. Was he the fellow always wore shorts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah was, right. Um anyway, right. So the the has anyone seen the Neymar ad? Gav, did you look at the Neymar ad? I haven't. I thought I try to watch as little of Neymar as I can. I find it very strange. Please look it up. It's the strangest. So do you remember Lungbear did the ad? Was it was it for Calvin Kleinjocks? Yeah, mm, I think so, yeah. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, Jesus, Calvin Kleinjocks are pretty 
They're pretty cool. Look at Lugberg there. He's, he's a fit looking lad. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind looking like that myself there. I'll forget the jocks I might look like. The Neymar one, he just looks weird. He looks like a cartoon character stuck into a pair of jocks and he's bouncing around and he's the most awkward that you'll ever see with a young one ever on the television. It's absolutely bizarre. Please, Gav, look up. the, the it's, it's Everything is just so awkward about it. And you know, like obviously Neymar's history um, is a bit strange. No, no. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, I just don't. said. I, I didn't say. I said, uh, <laughs> it's a bit strange. <laughs> don't. Uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, I didn't say I'm anything. looking at a picture of him here now in a super, super dry jocks with a, with a, a girl. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How weird it's meant to look for me to say that's really weird, to be honest with you. You have to watch like, the ad. You have to watch the ad. It's it's a spectacularly weird ad. It's um it's a, and of course we can't do it. All right, Marcus. Um I also have mates that have been vaccinated and still got COVID. Fair play. Maybe you should go and get vaccinated yourself. Um vaccinate your head while you're at it, right? Um I bet you did your research on Facebook. It's a great place. Ah, to do away, you're on. only snapping now because you're wrong. I'm not well, snapping all that, and I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're I'm snapping. Not wrong. You're wrong. I'm not you're wrong. wrong. It doesn't stop. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, move on, move on. Move on. <laughs> I can't, on, I can't, I can't deal with fucking anti-vaxxing arseholes. I just can't deal with them. They're he's not. An, he's never said he was anti-vaccination. No, the way he's going on, he is. He'd be a cunt now. No, no. He's standing no, front no. on post. He just said no mask. No then, mask there, and he'd be there with his with his things going. There, there, uh, you're, make, you're making assumptions over him now because okay, he's, he's arguing with you. Yeah, yeah. And he votes. You don't for know. He's, you don't know um, he's anti-vax. Well, he was wrong. Okay. I'm going to send you. I'm, 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 He's not I'm, wrong, I'm actually, but anyway. I am. Anyway, okay. back to Neymar's jocks. It's ruining fucking Neymar's jocks now. It's like he's got a bleeding skid mark on his jocks now at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> but can I ask, why don't we have any players, Liverpool players? Who, who was the last Liverpool player to do a jocks ad? Oh, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. The last one I remember doing, or the one, the first one that comes into my head, not doing, I don't David think. David James, was it? James, though, but didn't yeah. Keegan do an awful lot? Keegan ah, yeah, did was, do. Yeah. Didn't Keegan do an awful lot of stuff? Like, um, he was doing a lot of ads for stuff back in the day. Uh, Soul Glow, was it? We I don't know what it was. I must look it up while we're talking here. Um, oh, Kevin Keegan was the first one that jumped out to me. Now, I'm sure there's others. Like, if you go through that Spice Boys era, I'm sure Rednaps. Rednap does loads of stuff. Doesn't Rednap um, do stuff where he's running down the beach for. Holiday I thought that, was that not Borton's like menswear? Yeah, he, 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 the guy was right. He, he did a holiday one because they used to give him a bit of stick and whatever that show, show he was on there a while ago about a man card and gave him a bit of stick. But David James definitely sharp. Was that all what the white suits was about? He was doing a bit of modelling for Armani and organised the fucking white suits and the cup for him. You're right. So, so You're he right. definitely, so he was definitely he in his jock somewhere, was he? He was in his jocks, but I don't here. think he was a jocks model. I'm looking here at Kev Keegan. Kev Keegan has done a brute ad. Oh, yeah. He's done a Pirelli ad, um, which <clears> looks <throat> like a pair of fucking your granddad's slippers, but Pirelli <laughs> made them. Um, then he has a kickoff with a Grundig, and I think it's a... That's a telly. Wireless, it? No, Grundig. Wireless Radio. Oh, Radio. Wireless Radio. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Um, Red Steve. Red Steve has a great show. It is fair. I've completely forgotten about these. We have been subjected to all those Nivea ads. Do you remember, wasn't it? Mm. Who was, remember they rubbing the cream on their faces and everything? James Milner is doing the face wash. And um, 
the uh, who was it? Who else was in those ads? It was Milner? There was Lalana. He's right. Lalana yeah. was given a bit of the cream on on the head and on the forehead. And um, Henderson, was, no. Henderson. Skirt was in one of the ones as well. I remember Skirt's oh, face being. Can, like, can I read? Can I can I can I read out the Grundy card for you? Yeah, uh, go on. Because it's quality, right? It's Kev Keegan, right? Um, with his jersey on, holding up this little wireless radio. As you, you know the ones you can imagine, like the little speaker on the front, and the mm. you know you move the dial back and forward to get your station. And it the old says, transistor. Yeah, he says, if you haven't got a radio of your own yet, take a look at the Grundig Micro Boy 400. It's great value because at around £8.50, you get a great sounding <laughs> pocket size radio in a smart metallic finish with a socket for earpiece or headset. You're onto a, you're you're onto a winner with Grundig. <laughs> what a fucking ad. Um, and then he follows it up. Then he follows it up, right? There's a follow-up one that says, play a Grundig, home or away. That's the... the, 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 the the title of it, right? If you want to hear the best sounds around wherever you listen, listen to a Grundig Hip Boy. It comes with its own carrying handle. <laughs> and this is the bigger version. This is the Big Brother version, right? Oh, it's a proper radio, this one. Um, it comes with its own <laughs> carrying handle in either a smart-looking black or champagne finish, works off either mains or battery, and has three choices of wavelength, VHF, medium, and long wave. And at around £28.50, the Hip Boy is a really great deal. Is that the Gow Blaster, is it? Yeah, you're onto a winner. Yeah, with Grundig, it's like something you'd see. You know, someone who has an allotment and they have those, a radio. Those seventies ads are uh, those seventies ads are great because like it wasn't just Art, like Art 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 Fell, Fell, I guess. There's yeah. another one. They go up another one. But this one has a tape deck, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm down a rabbit hole here, right? He uh, says this one. It's top track. of the league. The Grundig RR220 is one of the finest radio recorders around. It costs about... Why do you keep saying about £66? Just tell us the price, Kev. <laughs> it costs about £66. And for that, you get a superb four-band radio with a cassette recorder that includes Grundig Intermix and Record Mute Facilities. Ooh. The powerful 2.5-watt output gives you the RR20. It's great sound. And if that's not enough, it looks good as well. You're onto a winner with Grundig. This is fucking amazing stuff. Um... He does an ad for Crossing the Street, um, where he wears his mad t-shirt. There's loads of stuff for Kev Keegan, although Madman, Kev Keegan. There you go. He's probably the original, Phil. Was he Kev Keegan, the original hard perm fucking... He did, didn't he do a lot of... um, Didn't he do a lot of ads? I mean, like he, I, I remember like even being... A kid, <laughs> Kevin Keegan was was like on ads even at that stage, and he was on like I remember seeing Superstars or what was it? Remember mm. the, the program where he yeah. remember he was trying to do this, the hurdles and he falls off over them and mm. goes on his face and he falls off the bike as well. Um, he does yeah. he does Pirelli he does Pirelli slippers. Um, team up with <clears throat> Pirelli, your favorite slippers now with your favorite footballer. Team up with Kev Keegan. <laughs> Your favorite footballer is now on your favorite slippers. They're in the shops now in the choice of colors with these great with these great giveaways. Choose your style, choose your color, choose Pirelli and score every time. You can have the cop on it, you can have a stadium on it, or you can have Wembley on it. A pair of slippers. And come here, do they have the like is the undersole like a tire? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. It's brown. <laughs> it's brown, like a little heel on the all. Like I'm just going through um I'm just going through stuff here uh, of Kev Keegan. Just images of Kevin Keegan doing um, ads. So there you go. And um, if you're bored, go and look up Kevin Keegan ads. The whopper. Did he do brill cream at one stage? Or am I just imagining that? 
Um, I don't know. Real cream. Jeez, I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. I don't, I don't no. remember that. The I don't, I don't remember Brill Cream. He's he's definitely shown with Brew there. Yeah, definitely shown with Brew. Um, but yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think about like Red Knot did Giz- a load of stuff. Gizmo's right there. Can you imagine the show he did when he was in jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if, yeah. if if we if we were able to speak German, could you imagine if you could search g- g- German Google for Kevin Keegan mit ads? <laughs> Sure. Like he must, he must. Lazlo said like, he was on everything, literally yeah. everything. Like I know you had, because um, he was World know, Player of the Year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was World Player of the Year, but I know you had. You, you had uh, he wins it with Hamburg, doesn't he? The year after, yeah, yeah. Hamburg. But he would have been one of the first to leave England and go and play like abroad, like a bit like a massive name to do. What I know, like you, John Charles going to Juventus and stuff like that in the fifties and or sixties, and whatnot. But like. Keegan was like European Cup winner at Liverpool, one of the biggest names in the planet, and a little bit unheard of now to go from to leave England and go to go was to Germany. Yeah, was that's what I mean. I know, I know, and stuff, and, and obviously you had that exodus going to Italy for following the money, but strange kind of at that time. What was it 70, 78? He left 77, he lived, yeah, 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 77. So strange, like, but yeah, look. Because he was so big, he was huge. And listen, I, and I would imagine he, that move to Hamburg was there was a lot of readies involved. So I'd say he was kind of motivated by the pound now. Remember, remember Joe Hart on all the head and shoulders hats? Yes, yes, yes. yes. All them. Mm. Um, yeah. They were great. Do you remember? Do you remember when the uh, Pizza Hut made Southgate do the one over the with the penalty, oh, the bag in his head? Do you remember that one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> that? yeah. And he done, he done it with he done it with Pierce and Model. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they've missed as well. Yeah, they've they missed, missed as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other mad ads. Here's someone saying it. bonkers LFC green cross cold Kevin Keegan. If, the, if he done that, that's amazing. He yeah, did, he, he, did. Did. he did. He did. He did. He did. Um, don't cross near park cars was the motto. That's um, and, it, and it's a white t shirt with a, with a green X on it. There you go. Be smart, be safe. <laughs> the t shirt, yeah, the whole lot. He's yeah. in some nick there, there isn't he? You don't know. Oh, Keegan was a unit. Yeah. Absolutely unity he was. Um but yeah, like I'm tr- I'm trying to think of any other, p- other players that done mad stuff. Like the, the Southgate one after the, the penalty was fucking mad. Yeah. Um, Ginola. That's a great one from Veranda Cheese, Ginola, because of yeah. Morty. Yeah, he yeah, and he was Warty, he was a fucking See, glorious stop, man. Stop look listen wouldn't work these days with all those electric cars. You wouldn't no, be able to hear, can't hear them. Just Should they have to have, don't they have to have um Pretend some sort of noise put into them now? Yeah, so you yeah. can hear them coming. Yeah. Um Ian Rush did a milk advert. That's right. There we um, are. That's right. Um <laughs> Who are they? Georgie Best, Georgie Best unloads. Look, yeah. I get Georgie Best up there. Yeah, well, so, so, someone 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 had in that there they reckon he might have been one of the first and then an all kind of roll from him. Yeah, Georgie Best was doing fucking ads for bleeding sausages and everything. But what we don't know like, is that we, the only thing is that we don't know um, foreign players. You know, like say like mm. Pele, because if you look at even what even what Pele do these days, like nowadays, he 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 turn up for the opening of an envelope. If you just if, sure, if, he was, he was, Georgie Best had his own crisps. Yeah, Pele was advertising for Pele was crisps, and you could win. There was a colouring competition as well. <laughs> <laughs> So Pel- yeah, Pele was. Pele- I'm nearly sure Pele was advertising Viagra in Brazil. He was. He was the spokesperson yeah. for Viagra in Brazil. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm trying um, to see where George. George. Um, let me see. 
Georgie best have his own. Uh, Georgie best uh, definitely done something with sausages. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking telling you, I'll find it now. George best sausage ads. <laughs> George uh, best sausage. There you go. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube, Vin Cooktown Sausage, and George Best is in a bath with some board. <laughs> oh, God. Their name it sausages. It says here, it, I'm going to click on it. Um, It's 3 minutes 41, George Best, Vintage Cooktown, Cookstown Sausage TV ad. Right? Yeah. And he's sitting there with the sausage on the end of a fork and he's eating it and he's all that. Up, up the nardy stable. <laughs> um, you know, oh no, this is an ad for Life Boy. Um, you know, it makes sense. Life Boy. And then Georgie Best was in a bat there. I mean, I go 100% I've seen him. Of course um, he was. <laughs> he wasn't on his own either. <laughs> No, it's definitely him in a bat. Look at look at look at Gary Lineker with them crisps. That, that, that Walker's ads kept him relevant all through the bleeding nineties and whenever and the two thousands when he was doing it. Before so that's lying him jacked in match of the day. Who who would you want now in a, in a jocks ad off Liverpool? It's a very weird question. Um in what way? Like what he look good doing a jocks ad like yeah, yeah. Oh, like who can, who can pull her off? Like who's cool enough? Yes, I think I think I think that's I think that's true. Ah, I think that's going to be very relevant. Espria <laughs> had a range of condoms. Hold on, yeah. hold on, uh, hold on yeah. a second. I think he did. I think he might have. Um, Joel Matip as the jocks. No, the, the answer. The answer who pulled that off is um, Firmino. Would you? Yeah. yeah. I'd love it. Uh, hold on. Vestino Aspria pledges to deliver condoms from his range by drone to help the global shortage. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's fucking I told true. You. My God. He's, Gav, me and your next uh, Football in the World podcast is just a Tino Aspria special. He Tino Aspria re- had his own range of condoms. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So they were called Tino. Like they weren't. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. And you want to see the picture of him on the front of it? Oh my god, check it out. Check just type in condoms and there was a seen somebody talking. I, I can't remember what Newcastle player it was from when he was there, and he yeah, they just said, Listen, he was insane. He showed me a video before, right? I don't know, before the phone, so he might have showed it to him on a camcorder or something like that. And you can imagine there's a lady in it doing certain things, and your mom was like, Jesus, like, what are you doing showing me that? And he was saying to my girlfriend, She's great, isn't she? She's great. <laughs> <laughs> He's an absolute <laughs> head case. Um, Alison gets a shout. BBD gets a shout. I think Firmino just doesn't give a shit. He I don't know. I don't know if you can put VVD in a jocksad because his, his, the initials and the surname is too close to VD. Hmm. It'd be the wrong thing now to be having. Okay, yeah, okay. That's that's um, straight <laughs> from the um, the PR department. Fair play to you. Um, so... Uh, I'd love to get Milner in it, just get him out there because he's a he, he seems to have a very dry sense of humor and a good crack. And I, I reckon he'd be he'd be good he, crack. You'd want him though to model like Dunn's jocks though, instead of like yes. going out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <But> before <laughs> we get out of here, Shinji Kagawa did an ad with a dolphin and a dog. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <laughs> <going on>, yeah. <laughs> um hold on. Now. Nah. Uh, if that's Kagawe, real. 
What will I put in? Kagawa uh, Dolphin Art. Kagawa Dolphin and Dog. Uh, images. Yeah, he did. <laughs> brand, brand yeah, the there it is. That can't be true. Manchester, <laughs> hold on. Manchester United's Shinji Kagawa <laughs> stars in a bizarre bank advert with a talking dog and a beluga whale. Hell. <laughs> 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 Can I read you the bit? It says, picture the scene, you're in a trendy advertising agency's office in downtown Tokyo. It's basically Mad Men, but with karaoke. You've been approached by a bank to come up with a new ad to entice young customers to bank their yen with them. After sitting around for a while, coming up with boring, sensible ideas, someone, probably not the Japanese Don Draper, writes on the whiteboard, get Manchester United Shinji Kagawa, play football with a talking dog and a beluga whale thrown in for good measure. You know, just with a laugh, because it's now nearly five o'clock and the karaoke bars are calling. Yeah, it's a bank ad with a talking dog and a beluga whale. That's that sounds great like, stuff. That sounds like something that Andy would have come up with a say. Like, just get yeah, him in really and we'll put a, a whale and a dog into it. And it'd be grand. It'd be grand. I'll be like, bat an eye. I think it makes sense. Yeah. That's so um, good. I'm, I'm glad we got into the ad chat tonight. That was good. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, so we did Champions League, uh, COVID fights, and ads, football ads, uh, Gaza crying in a crisps ads. I remember that. And um, <clears throat> I still think Milner in a Dunstars slash, I don't know what's the equivalent, it's Primark, is it? Primark, 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 pennies, isn't it? Uh, yeah, as pennies. What's their brand again that they have? It is, uh, uh, I think it's just Primark, is it not? I think they have a name on their jocks or something. We'll get James Miller into just get James Miller to do a range with them. The James Miller Cal- range. Cal- Calvin Classics. That's it. We want James Milner in a range of clothes with Primark or Pennies, right? Dave Lennon's bang on. Not boxers, white fronts, right? So they have to have to be white fronts with just James, not Milner or anything on the on the top of them. And he does have a standard pair of jeans, nice white t shirt. There's nothing really flash in the range, it's just a very standard range. Um, and it's uh, it's bog standard. We could come up with it. I think it's a great idea. Somebody get on to Milner's agent. I think we need a percentage of this gaff. This would be more than having to take abuse over um, vaccines. Well, Bonkers bon- puts this up, and, and um, this is for another day. But Kevin Keegan was on TV Superstars, and he falls off his bike when he was racing. Um, yeah, I, I kind of remember seeing that. Uh, remember, the, uh, me- remember, the, remember the Irish one, Pat Spillane, fucking in at Nalville. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On RTA, it was you like won it as well. Yeah, Emma Cavanaugh wants to see Milner in some cross hatch boxers. Well, no, he's go. he's sorry, Emma. He's already signed up to Premark, and he's yeah, going to do a special a special Christmas range. Right, are we out of here because I have to sort out fourteen range. shows before I go to bed. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's good in the time. Phil is Phil is sorting it all now. An hour and ten max isn't that on a Monday now? It is. This, yeah. It is. Yeah, I've now got on fourteen, but fourteen. Anyway. I've got 15 minutes now until I have to feed this baby, so that's why we're on, we're on the clock here. Right, that's been the forum. Um, for everyone out there, I love you all. Uh, even the lads who won't, well, no, not the lads who won't get vaccinated. I'd like the lads, I'd like the lads who, who get vaccinated. They're great lads. Um, and it will stop infection. And uh, anyway, that's been beside me. Of course, my ma- partner in crime tonight has been Gav across two shows. Mm. We've done football yeah. in the world and the trim. And then, of course, below us then, of course, is Davil. He's going to be able to leave whoever's gaffy broken in there to uh, mm. to do this podcast. And fair play to give head me a free now. Wi-Fi. Play and head off. Yeah. <laughs> leave, just leave a little package you. for him. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like Gary Kelly in the airport. Anyway, um, that's it. That, that's it. That. Right. Uh, coming up during the week, what do we have, Gav? We've got more shows during the week. What day is today? Monday. Um, yeah. Nothing seconds. tomorrow. We're off tomorrow. Um, right. Wednesday, we have the midweek fix. Thursday, we have post match. Friday, we have sports unplugged. And then the weekend. Just the weekend. The loads of stuff. The weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening well, on Friday, anyway. Yeah, I'm going out on Thursday to have a, a, to watch the match with uh, Steve and Dave Thomas. So I'll report back in next week to tell you how that went. Um, so that's Everywhere. the crack. That's been the fire, the trim. Um, good night, good bless. See you all next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.